0: i'm in ohio
1: all right good
0: old ohio so Midwest. yes a lot of tribe fans out here so if you I'm want to come sure. out here right. once this all gets resolved that'd be cool <laughs>
1: yeah we actually had some plans to come come there um we have we had all the stuff planned
0: right the whole year right
1: <laughs> like a ton
0: hell yeah awesome well uh all right ladies and gentlemen before we get started just want to give thanks to Live Lesson Masters. Uh, sign up at Live Lesson Masters for personal instrument lessons and have a friendly chat with your favorite musicians. Today we have a special guest. She has one hell of a resume, started playing bass at eight years old, was taking professional lessons by 10, earned a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Jazz and Contemporary Improvisation from the University of Michigan. You know her as one half the sub ID, the bassist from Sound Tribe Sector 9. The Queen of Bass, the Mother of Sound, the electric, upright, MIDI bass mom, a lot of Rockland. Ta-da. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Absolutely, man. Such a pleasure. Thank you.
0: Well, let's kick things off where it all started, right? Back in Nashville.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So when you go back, what do you have to do? Is there a certain food spot you gotta hit? Is there a certain music venue you gotta go check out?
1: Okay. Hands down, the one thing I'll say about Nashville is uh, when I go there, Wednesday night, Wooten Brothers. Okay. It had a regular gig. Reggie Wooten, the oldest Wooten brother, he mm. it's his gig, right? And he has literally had a Wednesday night gig as far as I can remember when I was a kid growing up. Yeah. He had a Wednesday night gig, and I used to go hear them play when I was really little like, I mean, 12.
0: Right, like a kid.
1: Kid and um which is little to go to hear somebody play music. (laughs) And uh but yeah, so um they've always had a Wednesday night gate and you never know who's gonna show up, but the house band is always just insane and it's one of those places that all the musicians go um to just like check in and say hi and sit in and whatever, all that good stuff. So right now they're doing it over at they opened up a jazz club called Rudy's Jazz Room and it's actually named after uh, Rudy Wooten, who is um, the brother that passed away mm-hmm. um, several years ago. He plays saxophone. And so I think every Wednesday night there is where you'll find them. So when I'm in Nashville, if it's a Wednesday night, I'm, I'm trying to find the Wooten brothers for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah, that's the spot. Yeah. It kind of sounds like a comedy club almost. Like everyone shows up and you just kind of see who shows up that night and get to hang yeah. out. Right on. Yeah. Well, like um, I mentioned in the intro, you earned a degree from the University of Michigan. So obviously you're well versed in jazz and improv, but what some people might not know is that you got a strong hip hop background as well. Uh, you got some credits with Rick Ross, Ludacris, and hip hop mega producers The Justice League. So Alana, when you're in that hip hop vibe, what artists are we listening to? What's that go go to album?
1: Man, I I grew up listening to hip hop. You know. Um... Growing up in the South, you know, we used to listen to stuff like all the way from like, you know, of course Outkast. Of course. But 8-Ball and MJG, you know, and Hell just yeah. like some real... That real Southern hip-hop. hip-hop. Yeah, that, and um, but like I grew up like in for for the beginning of my life, I, for a few years, I lived in Los Angeles. Oh, nice. And I, kind of my love of hip-hop started there, and I started listening to Run DMC. I started listening to, you know, Beastie Boys and, like, all that stuff when I moved to Nashville. Um, that continued, but it just kind of went into a little bit more of a southern direction. And so I've just always been into hip-hop, you know, for, sure. for a really long time. Um, but I'm, I'm, I guess I'm now more old school because I'm, like, you know, my son's really into hip-hop. And <laughs> it's he's a little different. Like, I'm, I'm, like, on the old school Stuff at this point, but yeah. For sure. <laughs> that, that, that's kind of where
0: I'm coming from. Yeah, absolutely. The classics, of course. The
1: classics.
0: Not a lot of autotune back then. <laughs>
1: no. No,
0: no. Awesome. So although you joined the band in 2014, you have a very long history with the group. Sub ID opened for them back in 2001 in Chicago. Later, you guys were the first artists to be signed to 1320 Records. But since joining the group, what songs are you most proud of creating?
1: Mm. That's a hard one. I mean, all of Universe Inside, I'm incredibly proud of. Of course. Um, worked really hard on that album, put a lot of love into it, and um, just everything that kind of went into that process, like me joining the band and working on it. Uh, but like, New Dawn, New Day is a specific one, just because we, we specifically wrote that for our first show as a, as a as a new kind of mm-hmm. like lineup. And so that has a lot of meaning. Um, and then also Give and Take is a really big one for me. That's just like my song. I just, yeah. Like, I love that song. It just, like, just makes my heart just feel good every yeah. time. So, yeah. Those are my, I guess if I had to pick some, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Now, our, uh, our best friends got married, and uh, the girl that got married, she did the lyrics for Give and Take as part of her vows, and it's really sweet. Mm, Yeah. Love it. Um, So our friend on the Love Tribe Sector 9 Instagram page, at Nella Novice, wanted to know, what are your favorite song mashups to play live?
1: Yeah. That is so hard. We've come up with so many dope ones. There's a lot. (laughs) we, We surprise ourselves sometimes that we just got like super into it. Yeah. You know, like, I don't even know. It was like it started out and then it just got to be like this thing of like oh my god could we do this could we do that could we combine this oh. um so let me like in my brain try to like go back but i love some of the ones that are really um surprising like songs that sh- you wouldn't think go together but but sure. do um i'm trying to think of like what would be a good example of that like we've done some with something that are pretty bizarre like I, had, yeah. I i remember what we did something in and nashville
0: games. you did some sing and strange games and kind yeah, of went in and out of those
1: strange games yeah that was really mm-hmm. i thought really really interesting and cool um there's been a couple that we've done where we take like a sweet like surreality eve or or monsters of surreality eve and we'll like put throw some different stuff in there and break it up you sure. like, think one's coming but then another comes <laughs> I've just been, I mean, just the whole mashup thing in general has just been fun. We are just having the best time just exploring.
0: I think it makes you guys stick out, you know, from all the other bands that are out there. The mashup is something that makes someone that's already seen you guys a bunch of times, like myself, want to come again and again because you just don't know what's about to happen, you know, and that's... Part of the big fun of it, you know, what are they going to put together? What are we going to mash up? What am I never probably going to see again? Because they're probably yeah. not going to do that mashup again. So, no, 100%. Oh, oh, gonna... oh
1: I just thought of one as you were saying that. Anyway um, The Ramon Veneser. Yeah. I think the first time we did that was maybe in um in uh, Asheville or, yeah, Pisgah.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was at Pisgah. That, <laughs> that was fun.
1: Okay.
0: Hell, yeah. All right, so in February 2017... STS 9 moved into a new studio searching to catch that live music sound and feeling on a record the result wave spell from a song to an album to an entire festival talk about the impact of having your own studio has on the creative process and the vision for the wave spell experience
1: man that's such a great question um the band has always had their own studio even before i was in the band i used to visit mm-hmm. and used to come and hang out and at their studio i mean it's been you know even back in the old days uh anything from like the most simplest rudimentary place you know and it's evolved over the years um and the place we're in now is really special it's a it's a bona fide, studio build where, you know, a professional audio engineer, a pretty well-known guy came in and built the studio. And it was somebody else's studio before it was ours. And so we had this opportunity to take take it over and we just kind of jumped on it. It was the right, great timing. We had to be out of the other place that we were in and we kind of outgrew it a little bit. We kind of wanted to have a little bit more of a live room, you know, a large room that we could all be in, but still have separation.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, So that allows us to do that, um, in, in this new space. And so it it was like a really inspiring thing to get in there and just start creating, um, and all the things we've done in there have been really, they, we've been really trying to elevate what we're we're doing in the studio. So like, you know, real and imagine Enceladus, all that stuff has come out of there. Um, wave spell was just a whole thing that we didn't expect, um, to be totally honest. It was, um, the initial idea was that Jeffrey, for his birthday, wanted to have everybody come to the studio and, like, block, like, okay, you know, like, every, all, every, all the kids are going somewhere, everybody, like, we're just taking this time, for sure. you know, whatever, like, block it out. So we all came, and for, it was literally his birthday gift, so it was, like, was you know, to record it, um, and just so to have it for ourselves, it wasn't anything we were going to ever share, like, mm-hmm. totally real, like, being honest Yeah. We weren't ever going to share it. So we we did, we had a great time. I mean, the next day, I remember it was uh, Zach's daughter, Isis. It was her birthday. And so we were all like, we were all late, up late that night. And then we came to Isis' birthday. And I remember like just getting there. We're all kind of like, wow, that was really special. Like that was something we didn't expect. You know, we'd never done any, we'd never really done that like in that way where it was totally open ended and there was no like, we, of course, have improvised and recorded it many times, but it was just the way we did that was completely different than we had ever planned to do it. So we went back and listened to it, and we kept talking about it. It was like, maybe we should share this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do that. And so we did, and then it was like everybody loved it. And it, At first, we thought no one was going to like it. We honestly thought, like, who's going to like this? <laughs> you know? like, like, we'll share it. Maybe somebody will like it. So everyone loved it, they were like, okay, cool. When we have enough, we'll do another one. And since we've recorded a bunch of them, we just haven't, we have to edit them down into like an actual like whole right. thought. Um, Cause some of them are, some of the pieces can be really, really, really long, you know? Um, and we kind of, we don't ever edit them in changing them. We just maybe like we'll cut out a section, mm. right? So maybe like a 30 minute thing and we cut it down to 10, Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but we don't, we don't mess with it. We just leave it. And so then, um, so we have several more. Then it was like, we had this idea uh, the opportunity to go to build it, presented itself to us. Um, we thought, what are we going to do? How we get, what's interesting, what's fun. And then actually it was Hunter Brown was just like, why don't we just do like a live wave spell? We're like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just that. And then, it was just that simple. I mean, the wave still thing has been really a fun thing to watch evolve because it was, like, totally unplanned. Nothing that we thought, like I said, anybody really cared so much about. And it's just been so fun, and we just love doing it. I mean, it's just been, like, a true pleasure. Like, yeah, that, it sounds very that, organic. What's that?
0: It sounds very organic.
1: It's so know? organic. I mean, like I said, it's. I mean, you couldn't have planned it better. Yeah. It's, like, one of those things that, like, you – If you planned it, it would have sucked. It was, like, so cool. And so, like, all the live ones have been really their own thing, too, and have, like, evolved and grown. And now we have Rave Spell, which was like, okay, how do we incorporate, you know, samples and the computer elements of what we're doing into a Wave Spell? So
0: So let me me jump in there because that was the next question. So we're going from Wave Spell, and then that leads us into Rave Spell. So what... What could fans expect? Like, I guess, what is the difference between a wave spell improv set and a rave spell improv
1: set? That is really the difference. Is that like um, a wave spell? There's no computer. Mm-hmm. There's no samples. Like Hunter, if you notice, like he doesn't have his rig mm-hmm. in front of him when we do a wave spell. He just has his guitar. And so, rave spell was that was the challenge. Was like, could we do an improv show, but incorporate those things, and how could we incorporate them without It um, nailing us down like without putting us in a position where we would have to like decide. Now it did change it uh, our process slightly, slightly. How so? Well, because we picked out you know we we picked out the samples, Mm -hmm. knew that they were going to be there. Like I knew what key they were in. Yeah. You know, Um, I kind of like uh, heard them before, but we didn't know how they were going to. Come out. We didn't right. know anything about how the piece was gonna go. So it was a really cool experiment. Turned out great. Yeah, um, oh yeah. It's a
0: huge hit. I listen to that set yeah. all the time. That was a Pretty real rager. <laughs> awesome. Another yeah. friend of the Love Tribe Sector Nine page at Souljourn underscore and my girlfriend at Hippie Chick Britt was dying to know, Alana Yes what shampoo do you use?
1: Oh god. Well you can see in the quarantine era. I'm I'm out of shampoo right now. Oh, it's, no. it's beautiful. Let it flow, okay. you know. It's, it's, you know, it's its own thing. It's its own thing. <laughs> I I keep trying. Well, I've used uh, I've so maybe Aveda. If you're out there, you can send me some free. Right. <laughs> I've used I've used Aveda for years. week so early, and that's what I've used for years. It just works. I've I've had a lot of people ask me that, and then they get upset about that. <laughs> like, don't be upset about it. It just it works. Yeah. I've tried some other things actually had a, a, a session with this girl um who's a fan who i think is her her hashed her uh, ig tag is curly hairs rule the world yeah, nice shout out to curly hair right. well, we were having oh, yeah. a whole conversation about our hair struggles and and curly hairs she had a suggestion for me for some new stuff i might try that pretty soon but aveda nice is, is the deal Be that's clear.
0: that's where it's at right on all right, Alana. You've answered my questions. You've answered the people's questions. Now there's nothing else to do but turn the mic around on you. What do you want to tell all the tribe heads out there?
1: I want to tell everybody we miss you guys. We love you guys. We're seriously sending out so much, so much love right now. We just um, we can't wait to get back out and see everybody, and that's going to happen soon. Everybody, hold tight. Be safe. Oh, yeah. Stay home. You know, take advantage of this time if you can. And um, we we're just like we're over here scheming about how we can what we can do. And as soon as we can get back in the studio, we'll be sharing some some stuff in real time. Yeah, uh, we've got lots more coming out, lots of stuff to share uh, that we've found and dug up, and we can't wait to share all that uh, with with everybody. But but yeah, man, I, we're just, just I'll just speak for everybody in the band. We just like we miss everybody. We just want to send a lot of love out there. we been feeling the love back. Yeah,
0: we've been missing you guys. We love the Red Rock streams and all the uh, couch tour stuff coming out for free. has been huge. Um, so we definitely appreciate all that. And uh, awesome. man, that first show back is, whew, you better be in shape for that one. That one's going to be right? a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> well, much looking forward to it. Thank you so much for taking time out to talk to us. Uh, everyone from Love Tribes Actor 9, much thank you. Thank you for following. And uh, much more to come. Dude, thank you
1: so much, man. It was so fun to talk. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was awesome. Thanks for taking time out. Much Much love. See ya.